0: Welcome to The Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you wanna know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, my friends. I hope your day is going well so far. I am super excited to be recording this particular episode because I just happen to be super passionate about the topic for today. So, the topic for today is why you're saying yes when you really want to say no. So, it's so funny because... I think that so many of us believe that in order to add value at the highest level, that we actually have to say yes all the time, like we have to be everybody's yes person, when that is not actually accurate or true at all. Sometimes, most of the time, a strategically placed no will not only serve you better and your career better, but it will also serve your executive and organization more effectively and efficiently. So. Let's talk about this, guys. I will undoubtedly have more episodes on this topic, (laughs) Um, but right now we're going to start with why this is so important. So saying yes when you want to say no can develop a resentment rash. Like, have you ever noticed that every time you say yes and you really don't want to say yes, you kind of get a tinge of resentment? Um, My coach calls this a resentment rash, and I love it so much because it does feel like a rash sometimes. It feels like not fun to say yes when you want to say no. And that resentment rash will actually cause you to be less effective at your job. It also takes up a lot of brain space. So every time we say yes when we don't want to, we spin out, right? Like we get frustrated we get resentful, we get kind of angry, we get agitated, and it just takes up too much mental space. The other reason why this is super important is because whenever we fail to say no when we need to, we are not establishing healthy boundaries for ourselves. Then the next time, you better believe that they're going to be asking you to do the exact same thing again that you don't want to do because you never actually set a boundary. So, that is why this topic is so important. Um, I'm huge, huge, huge into assistants taking good care of themselves and and huge into us setting healthy boundaries for ourselves, not walls, Let's to be clear. Like, I'm not saying we're going to set, set up walls and build walls and do this, that, and the other. We're just going to be, no, 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 I'm not going to help you with this. I'm not going to help you with that. No. Um, I'm going to talk about being solutions oriented in a little while here, but that is not what I am referring to. What I'm talking about are saying yes to things that are not a part of your direct job description or don't serve you in your career in any way, right? Like if you have an extra project that you want to take on, you want to help a buddy out with something, that's fine. It's completely fine to do that. What I'm talking about is like when you genuinely don't want to say yes because you've got so much work on your plate already and saying yes will distract you from getting those needle moving tasks done and completed and off your plate, right? So that's what I'm talking about when I say, when I'm, when I'm talking about saying yes when when you really want to say no. Okay, so let's talk for a minute about when not to say no. So we don't want to say no when the request is clearly a core function of your job description. Now, by core function, I don't mean other duties as assigned, which so many of us do on a regular basis anyway. I mean, like if your executive calls and asks you to book travel for him and you say no, and that's a part of your job description, right? Like that's that's a, that's a defined part of your job description. You're the person who's supposed to be booking for travel for your executive. You do not want to say no then. And also, you don't want to say no when you want to expand your role in a certain area. So maybe you want to take on more events. That would be a good example of when you don't want to say no. You want to strategically say yes because you want your role to expand in that area. You want to expand your expertise. I know for me, an example of that was CRM implementation and management. I had managed a CRM, implementing a CRM in another organization prior to my current organization, I got to implement a CRM across the entire organization. And that was a really cool experience, actually. Like I got to train people, I got to show pe- bring people up to speed on how we're going to use a CRM and how to, how to put good data in so we can get good data out. Like that's what I'm talking about here. So when not to say no, when the request is a clearly a core function of your job description, or when you want to expand your role in a certain area. Now we're going to talk about why we end up saying yes when we don't want to. It's really easy to do, actually. Our jobs revolve around helping other people. We mistake this to mean that we have to help everybody with everything. But we don't have to be all things to all people. In fact, that can actually cheapen our contribution to our executive and organization. Because when we're pulled in a million different directions, most of us have really hefty workloads already and then when we have feel like we have to say yes to everybody for everything we start to let things fall through the cracks that we should actually be doing those needle moving tasks those things that our executive actually expects of us we don't pay so much attention to because we feel so obligated to help everybody with everything we do not have to be all things to all people Another reason why we end up saying yes when we don't want to is because we feel obligated to say yes or are caught off guard, right? Like so many of us just feel like we have to. So if you feel that way sometimes, you don't have to give an immediate answer. Like just ask for a minute, take a step back, take a breath, take a beat. The third reason is that we are worried about what other people will think about us. We have certain thoughts in our head. And those thoughts are something to the tune of, well, people will think I can't handle it if I say no, or it's just quicker if I handle it instead of delegate it, or I'm afraid what my executive will think if I push back, or I don't like conflict, <laughs> or it's better just to keep the peace, or it'll only take a few minutes. Whatever the thought is, the core, the core of that thought is fear. And it really is a fear that revolves around what other people will think about us. So pay attention to those thoughts. Ask yourself how good they feel because most of the time, those thoughts don't feel so great. They don't feel empowered. They feel like you're being pushed around by your circumstances, by is going on in the moment and that you have to say yes. And that doesn't feel good for any of us, right? And so what ends up happening when you take actions from these thoughts is that you actually end up not giving Crap about what you end up thinking about yourself, and that that just doesn't feel good. Like I'd much rather be proud of my decision or proud of how I feel about myself than to make somebody else happy with me. If that makes any sense, like, and the chances of like making everybody happy all the time, they're slim to none anyway. So we want to show up at the highest level for our executives we want to provide quality work but we want to do that from a place of abundance and self-sufficiency not from a place of needing to people please somebody or make everybody around us happy so just pay attention what's my motivation here am i trying to make everyone else around me happy by saying yes to this or am i completely standing in my own power in my own authority and my own self-sufficiency and taking action from that place. Because that place will always feel good. Always. So another reason why we end up saying yes when we don't want to is that we are failing to think strategically. We get stuck in the whack-a-mole, right? That's what I like to call it. (laughs) The (laughs) whack-a-mole. The path of least resistance. So we aren't actually thinking strategically about our task list, about everything that we've got going on, about how to Properly utilize our time to complete everything that is required of us to complete. We're just like, okay, so, you know, I did this one thing and now I'm going over here and I'm putting out fire after fire after fire after fire. Doesn't feel good either. What feels the most amazing as an assistant is to think strategically about your career and where you want to take it, about your executive and how you want to assist him at the highest level, about your career progression and growth, and about the value you are bringing to the table. By saying yes when we don't want to, what ends up happening is that we constantly get stuck in a state of whack-a-mole that doesn't feel good right? It doesn't feel good. We aren't thinking strategically. We aren't thinking about our career progression. We aren't thinking about the value we are bringing to our executive and organization. So those are the four primary reasons that I found in coaching other assistants, like why we end up saying yes when we don't want to. Our jobs revolve around helping other people. So it's a naturally, (laughs) we are naturally inclined to say yes. Uh, We feel obligated to say yes or get caught off guard. That's the second reason. We are worried about what others will think of us, and we are failing to think strategically. So how do we rectify this? The answer is that we can still be solutions-oriented while saying no. So I am always focused on a solution, always. So even if I have to tell somebody no, I'll be like, well, I can't help you with that, but have you considered A, B, and C? I check into this resource, this resource, and this resource. I am always looking for solutions, regardless of whether or not it's my job to do so for that person. Always, always, always. So that is one way in which we can still say no, we can still set that boundary, but we can be totally invested in them finding their own solution or empowering them to think of their own solution. And I love this so much because so often people will come to ask you for help because they know you know what you're doing. They truly do. And sometimes we can get kind of intoxicated by that. And sometimes we can let that take over and feel flattered. And that's the reason why we feel so obligated to help people all the time and to directly help them. When in fact, like you're the person that knows everything. So you can empower that person (laughs) to take the action they need to take in order to come up with their own solution. Right? So just bear that in mind too, and just also pay attention to yourself. Like, am I saying yes because I like that feeling of like being the go-to person for everything, of being that person who knows absolutely everything about the office, that person who knows the proper vendors to go through, the proper avenues to go through, everything. Or am I saying yes because it is the highest value add for my executive and organization? And we can still be solutions-oriented for everyone. I love this. I love this so much. So I'm constantly thinking of ways that I can help people without actually having to do the work myself, right? So part of this, like I, I just gave the example of implementing the CRM, I would have people come to me and ask me to like pull reports for them. And I'd be like, sorry, that's, that's so-and-so's job to pull that report for you because of A, B, and C. I could have totally pulled the report. But that would have been training them that I was a proper avenue for them to go through when I wasn't. There was somebody in the line of command that I'd already communicated with everyone. So-and-so's your person, so-and-so's your person, so-and-so's your person, to go pull those reports. People will often go to the person with the most knowledge. So be super flattered. Yes, of course, I'd be flattered. Be flattered, take the compliment, and then point them in the right direction towards their own solution. And one last thing, so many of us don't have any framework for how to say no, right? Like we don't, we don't have a framework for how to say no. So I actually heard this on Amy Porterfield's podcast a couple of years back, and it was the most brilliant thing ever. It's my favorite way to say no. And it's kind of a solutions oriented way to say no. (laughs) And I love it so much. So this actually comes from Michael Hyatt. Um, who Amy Porterfield referred to on her podcast and it's the affirm deny affirm method. So you want to start out with like a positive affirmation. Oh thank you so much Sally for inviting me to participate and for asking me to um, bake something for the baked goods sale for my kids school. That is so great. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. And then a deny unfortunately, I've got some too much going on, so I'm going to have to say no. You give a very clear no. So it's affirm, deny, very clear no, and then affirm. But please keep me posted. Let me know how it's going. Let me know how much money you raise. I'd be really eager to hear. Right? So simple. Affirm, deny, affirm. So if you need just a framework for how to say no, there you go. <laughs> Most of us Struggle with the thought component, like those thoughts that I went through a little while ago about what other people think about us. But that, that is a very clear and concise way to give a very clear no. And it's so funny because occasionally my executive will email me and he'll be like, help, because <laughs> he doesn't know how to say no to a person who's requesting his time, who wants to pick his brain for something. He's just got too much on his plate to deal with those type of requests anymore. And so he'll be like, help. And I will, I will draft a pretty email. I'll send it back to him. He'll send it out directly to the person. He'll be like, this is great. And it's always like an affirm, deny, affirm using that framework for saying no. So. You can still be solutions oriented. You can still want the best for the person. You can still be invested in their success without actually having to provide a solution yourself. Okay, my friends, that is what I have for you today. Be intentional, be whole, that's all for now. I help assistants apply the concepts I share on this podcast. If you're ready to take your growth deeper and you're curious whether working with me in a coaching capacity is right for you, please email me at Annie, A-N-N-I-E at wholeassistant.com to schedule your complimentary discovery call.